On today's episode, we're breaking out the random word generator. Oh! <laughs> show where we pick some things and then we rank them. My name is Chris Kluckman. And I'm Jackson Corneliuson. And I'm Joe Bradshaw. I'm very close right now to Chris. Me and Joe have maybe never been closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that. I kind of feel it. Like from over here, there's this vibe going on. You feel the energy. Uh-huh, yeah, you, uh-huh. What's going you, on over there? Well, there's... <laughs> Me and Joe are locked in a warm embrace. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, Jackson. <laughs> Amber is the color of our energy, and right now, our amber is in the same room. <laughs> That's right. Um, so for the first time ever, two-thirds of the Ranked Podcast is recording live from the same recording studio. I traveled cross-country just for this very special occasion. And recording studio is in very loose quotes. <laughs> Jackson, I'm going to paint you a picture. Podcast is maybe a very loose <laughs> quote. Jackson, I need to paint you a picture. And Please you've do. actually seen a picture, so it's more for the audience, but I'm directing it at you. You're the surrogate of the audience yeah, in really this situation. Yeah, part, really, part in the curtain. Oh, uh, here. I- I'll be the audience real quick. Uh, duh, uh, what, <laughs> Don't make more yeah, Good start, Jackson. <laughs> like we need <laughs> just everyone rip, rip on the audience. We have like I'm going for that fans. irreverent humor. <laughs> really get that family guy demographic. Yes, the South Park humor. Uh-huh. Okay, Joe, tell, tell, tell Jackson about okay. what it's like to hold hands while we record a podcast. So we're in my office, which my office is not a very large room. Um, there's lots of board games in here. 72, I just counted. There's 72 board games in here. That's pretty much it. Also my computer and desk. Then I have brought in a TV tray on which my microphone is placed and we couldn't figure out how to plug two headphones <laughs> into my computer. So we just have one headphone, one set of Apple headphones that we're sharing. Oh, I, I really hoped it would just be one pair of over-ear headphones. We couldn't figure it out at first. And Joe and I were like sitting like cattywampus, like facing a, a, opposing <laughs> directions, um, like tank, like wrapped in a cord of... Uh, Electronic of cord of cords of electronic paraphernalia, and our faces were about two inches from each other, and we were like sharing breath. Like I was exhaling into his inhale and stuff. That's that's the weird thing. I've heard this from other podcasts. Um, whenever you record in the same room, it inevitably ends with you all just kissing. Yeah. Well, the thing, the weird thing is that you said ends with. <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where maybe they're wrong. That's where maybe they haven't got it. Oh, gosh. And the other thing I'm immediately realizing is that two laughing people in the same room is a very warm... <laughs> it's a hot It's thing. a very warm room. <laughs> so this is about to turn into a shirtless podcast party, I think. Yeah, it's weird. I feel weird talking into a microphone at Chris. <laughs> I feel like we're somehow like your parents and like Jackson just went off to college and we're like... Both huddled over the phone asking how your first day at school was. Also, Jackson, how was your first day at school? It was, um, I got bullied. By who? It was old Billy Jenkins. Who else? Old, old Billy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. is, he, is that guy like in college? Is he like no, he's my science teacher. coming back for his degree? <sighs> hey, Jackson, I'm happy to be here with you. Oh, I'm happy, I'm happy to be you know, hundreds of miles away from y'all. I offered to come by, but no one ever really. Jackson. No one gave me a hard yes. <laughs> it was one of those. It was one of those parties where it was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to a party later." I was like, "With who?" Oh, like with all of our mutual friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that sounds fun. I hope you guys have a whose house? Whose house is it? Is it? Is that your house? What? Oh, yeah. That sounds. That sounds really cool. I hope you guys. I was thinking about swinging by, or is there like an invitation? <laughs> is there like a vibe going on? Can, is, oh, is it been, like open door? Oh, that's awesome! I've been working on a salsa, a good salsa recipe that I have. 
I've been looking for, oh man, I hope I can, sure hope I can go to a party soon. <laughs> Bring this salsa that I've been. You know what my favorite thing about parties are? It's, it's being at them. It's like my favorite thing about them is like my presence at them. Yeah. Where I'm there and also my friends are there and they want me there. <laughs> and, and the person you're sharing all of this with goes, yeah, see you next week. Bro. <laughs> Talk to you Monday. I'll see you in class. <laughs> Billy Jenkins out. <laughs> he, he pulls one of those disposable mics that he always carries with him out of his coat pocket and just throws it. And he doesn't is. even drop it. He throws it into a tree. He throws it onto your roof. <laughs> That's right. That's the new trend in 2017. Mike throwing. Throw that mic. No, Billy just doesn't get it. He's like, I did it, right? I did the cool thing that everybody does, that the rappers do. <laughs> yeah. We forgot that Billy is old. Yeah, he's, he's 82 seven, years old. He's 82 years old. Like, you shouldn't even be insecure about going to his party. 82 years young, guys. No ageism here, bro. Come on. Uh, Joe just gave me a very knowing look, and I realized, again, that we're doing this in person. <laughs> Age is just a number, guys. <laughs> uh, so, are you all going to like fight over me for who, who gets me as a mid-level? What's going to happen there? Move to Memphis in, like, six years. Move to Memphis and... in six years? I had a, hun- a burger fried in 100-year-old Greece in Memphis. 100? Yep. Jackson, are you still alive? <laughs> it wasn't 100 years old at the time. It was five. Yeah. Now, now that Greece is 100 years old. <laughs> it's just currently 100 years old. And Jackson is a warlock. No, no. They uh, they reheat the grease every morning to kill off bacteria and stuff. But they've been using the same grease since they opened in like 1908. That's gross. It's a cost-saving measure, I guess. <laughs> it was a good burger. Back in the Great Depression, this saved us a lot of money. <laughs> we from Memphis. This is how we talk Memphis. <laughs> Welcome to my barbecue restaurant. Welcome to Warlock's Barbecue. <laughs> Welcome to Warwick Davis's Warlock Barbecue. <laughs> Our nachos will cast a spell on you. This episode is going to have negative five continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to ask, Chris, um, this pod, um, I'm calling it a pod now, <laughs> what's this pod about? I'm glad you asked, Jackson. Um, this is a show where we pick some things, and then we rank them. Hmm. And uh, and usually, we spend some time beforehand thinking about <laughs> the topic, and we do a little research, and we're here to like provide you with at least like a little bit of background information so that you can walk away feeling good about yourself. Like you did some learning. And today, we didn't do any of that. And so we found a random word generator and we're going to just rank. We're going to just rank nouns as we, as they fly at us. Hey, we're just, we're just going to open up, open up our gloves and just start grabbing them. Chris, in what order? Brainstorm, <laughs> sink, lawnmower, bathroom scale, branch. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our, that's going to be our scale today. From whatever the first one was to branch. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to explain to people what this episode is about whenever I'm trying to get people to listen to it, because I'm not going to be able to. There is not a way to do that. <laughs> you want to hear some guys just think of words and then just think they're funny because they're words? Like, they're not even dirty words. This isn't like a Cards Against Humanity sort of thing. No, so what we're going to be doing here today... So this was... I had this idea from when we thought of this podcast for the first time. I want us to argue the merits of these words in whatever way we can. And so what we thought about um, 20 minutes ago was if we do like three sets or four sets... And then the top three from each of those sets mm-hmm. then go against each other. That sounds good to me. So I found multiple websites at this point. I just found a fantasy name generator. I found a Wu-Tang Clan name generator. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so. And is it messthisbless.com? No, mess.b. <laughs> mess this bless. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. 
basically what's going to happen is each of us is going to pick one random word generator. Whatever whatever we want. It can be the same one. It can be different ones. <laughs> but we're all picking a random word generator. Chris right <laughs> now is... I'm sorry. I found this list of goblin, a goblin name generator. In case you're a goblin, or you're like having a goblin baby, or you're having a human baby that you're going to give to goblins and, and needs to blend in. <laughs> so, okay, we're not going to do the Wu Tang one, but I just want to like as a preface uh, for the Wu Tang name generator, you put in your own name and it tells you what you're supposed to be from now on. So it's more like a personalized thing. And I put my name in, Chris Gluckman, and it says Chris Gluckman from this day forward. You will also be known as Zexy Genius. Now, Jackson, what is Jackson? Oh, from now on, you will be known as Drunken Professional. That's fairly accurate. Okay. And Joe? Love the song. From this day forward, you'll be known as Amateur Magician. Very accurate. <laughs> you are literally an amateur magician. Nobody's paying you to be a magician. So I think that's correct. <laughs> my name, my stage name is Warwick, Warwick Davis whoa, whoa. the Warlock. Can, can we just Warlock not Davis. brush by what Chris just said, where he implied everybody in the world who is not paid to be a magician is an amateur magician? No, I think that's how it works. Is that why every baby, whenever they're born in a hospital, they get a, a top hat and a wand? <laughs> and the I minute the, the minute they get paid to perform magic tricks, somebody comes and takes them away? Is that why everyone in the world has some of those? Like, even a dollar. Like, if you're just, like, walking around with your top hat and wand and someone gives you a dollar, they're like, nope, nope, you are now a professional magician. <laughs> or if, like, you weren't even intending to do a magic trick. You're just like, why are you handing me five bucks? I just pulled a bandana out of my mouth. I was sucking on it for comfort. It wasn't a trick. <laughs> my tooth is bloody, and I live in the 1930s. <laughs> And I have the mumps also. Yeah, Popeye. And I have the mumps and I need a can of spinach. <laughs> okay, so I think we get this this whole game started. Just a second, sorry, sorry. There's there's one more joke I wanted to do on there. And you just... You just and it's you a good one. And I stopped the podcast for it. So, um, <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> this hat's just where I keep my rabbit. <sighs> there we go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Wow, the good one. <laughs> uh, okay. See, there's a latency issue. Like you guys are right there. Chris is pulling the handkerchiefs out. That happened like one second before I said my joke. So no, your joke was good. Thank you, Jackson. We love you. Okay, so what's round one? I think Jackson's up first. Jackson, you pick the website. It can be the website that I sent out. It can be any other website. All right. So I'm on thegamegal.com's word generator. Hold on. Give. Let me give you your honorary title. Oh, uh, okay. You are Warwick Davis the Warlock, first of your name. Game Master. Game Master of the First Degree. <laughs> All right. So I'm on thegamegal.com on their word generator. You can pick any game. Um, and then pick words that you can use for that game. So like Pictionary, Catchphrase, Charades, that kind of thing. So I'm picking any Hold game. On. Are, are they paying? Are they paying us for this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cut that out. I'm on a word generator website, <laughs> and I'm about to pick five words, and I'm going to read them to you in order. <laughs> Which website is it, Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you guys know. <laughs> At school tomorrow, they're going to ask me how my podcast was, and I'm also going to tell them I was bullied. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the five words. You ready? Spoon. That rings a bell. <laughs> Hit the books. Match. And turnip. Ooh. This is a toughie. This going to be a contentious match. So we've got to we've got to have the top three. Okay, order. so we have to cut two and then rank the top three. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm loving spoon, and I'm going to tell you two reasons why, three reasons why. Reason number one, I totally know what a spoon is. I use them all the time. <laughs> number two, okay, a good band. 
that's also from near where I'm where I grew up, and I like listening to their music. Number three, when I was in middle school, I thought I needed to come up with a cool like internet alias, like a fun <laughs> name to give myself, like whenever I was playing a video game or whatever, and it asked me to put in my name. And uh, if you were to put in my GameCube copy of SSX3, you'd find that my <laughs> my file save is Spoon. Because <laughs> I was like, that's going to be my thing. That's going to be my cool nickname. All right, Joe, what was your cool middle school first video games username? Well, so I didn't, I don't remember. Well, no, no, no. My first video game username was on the Xbox and it was AJ Bradshaw. So that was pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah, so you were ready in case potential employers were looking you up on your Xbox. (laughs) But then, hold on. (laughs) Then, and to this day, I still have this Xbox username. Um, My mom saw that I was AJ Bradshaw, and she told me that I was no longer allowed to have my name on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) Real easy to get rid of that one. And so she made me change it, and so I became Chunky Dunkers. And I remember... (laughs) I remain Chunky Dunkers to this day. If you want to add us on Xbox, go ahead and do it. My my gamer tag is Browser Boy because that was also my very first aim screen name. I didn't understand irony whenever I had first, my first screen names. I just thought I was really cool. So my it was Halo on the computer. So it was the first online Halo. Wait, that was your screen name? <laughs> hey, Halo on the computer. Hey, I'm Halo, Halo the computer. Halo the computer game. <laughs> No, it was, I really liked the vehicle that was a ghost. That's what it was called, the ghost. And so uh-huh. I was ghost, but capital G, lowercase h, capital O, lowercase s, capital T. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. So, I mean, I was pretty, I'm not saying I wasn't cool, but like, I am saying I was cool. Anyways, I thought that'd be a nice little, little Anyways, diversion. I'm currently in the process of <laughs> registering a new Gmail account called Halo. <laughs> the computer game <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> please get in touch if you need to get in touch with the ranked podcast email us at halo the computer game <laughs> um, okay, I'm liking so this way we, too much <laughs> we need to have a second one I think Spoon makes it Spoon is really good I think Spoon is, is good it probably will be in our top three <laughs> Unless somebody makes a really convincing argument for one of these other ones. Um, so, Turnip. Here's what I have to say about Turnip. Okay. There was a guy at my camp when I was a kid whose name, and he may listen to this. That would be kind of crazy if he did because I've had no contact with him since then. His name was Mitchner Turnipseed. No. Mitchner Turnipseed. Neither of those. <laughs> I thought it was a really great name. So one time we went with our camp to a a ski, uh, like a ski retreat in Colorado. And I just saw on Chris's computer, welcome to Gmail, Halo. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we went to Colorado and we got stuck in the Colorado airport for like 20 something hours. Like we were really stuck there. All the flights were canceled. Um, and we started paging over the phone, um, like dumb names, like over the courtesy phone, mm. you know, where people like page their lost children. We were like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. we're teenagers. This will be fun to page my crotch. So we paged like that a bunch. And they did like all of these dumb names. And then we tried to page Mitchner Turnipseed, which was an actual guy's name on our trip. And they refused to do it. And it made it, I loved it because they were like, "No, that's not a real name." No, we're pretty sure. We're pretty sure Mr. Crotch was like for real, but this guy, uh, uh-uh. uh. But there's definitely no Mitchner turnip seed. So that's my argument for turnip. All right. And from this point forward, if you want to contact us, you can email us at rankpod at gmail dot com or halo the computer game at gmail dot com. Either works. <laughs> All right, I wanna, I wanna make an impassioned plea for, uh, hit the books. Uh, hit the books. Um, that's just one of my favorite pastimes is just hitting books. That's, uh, you know, get home, get home from work, hit some books. Um, what's the best, what's the best way to hit them? I like going with a downer cut. 
<laughs> Call back. Sometimes I just spin around and be like, ooh, 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 and just like hit like eight books at a time. Okay, so yeah. So a downer cut or the ooh, 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 ooh one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hitting books. Mm-hmm. What's like your, you, what's the goal? What's the goal there? What are you hoping to happen? What are you I'm, hoping will happen? I'm kind of hoping books? for an osmosis thing that you'll impart yourself into the books. That the books will absorb a little bit of your soul, a little bit of me, and that way, every time somebody reads those books, they kind of get a piece of me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so that's how I kind of I want to live on in some way. Like I want to leave a legacy and. My knuckle skin flakes on book covers is kind of how I was hoping to do that. You know? You just want to hit those books, though. I mean, just, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to hit them that they just don't, you knock them down, they don't get back up again. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what kind of books? What are the best kind of books to hit? Not Hmm. pop-up books. They come back for you. They they saw it coming. They went, and then just a fist comes out of that book. It's ready. Also known as Manny Pacquiao books. Yeah. (laughs) So dodgy, so evasive, so agile. Beautiful skin. (laughs) And just beautiful exfoliated skin. What are some other kind of books, though, Jackson? Probably the easiest fight, and it's not, like, these are the worst books to punch because they don't really put up much of a fight back. It's like, books about gandhi they just kind of give off this vibe like when you hit them you just feel bad yeah like you have i'm assuming this is a book with a picture of gandhi's face on it and you are looking at the most peaceful man who has reformed our society and just saying nah dog get these words out of my face um i like to refer to the national geographic magazine cover on adolf hitler as old faithful because i hit that like six times a week like just punch it I have to admit something, and when you said the type of books that you were going to hit, I definitely thought you were going to say children's books, and I think that says something about me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. That's a little bit of a problem. And that's something that I'm going to have to deal with, but I definitely <laughs> thought you were going to say children's books. Now, here's the question. Ebooks. I'm just, just throwing it out there. The, How do you even get at them? No, no, no. How do you v- even... Very fun to punch. Very expensive to punch because each time you punch it, like you get the satisfaction, but you're out of computer every time. That's where most of my budget goes. I was definitely thinking of it as more of a Jeff Bridges Tron legacy sort of thing where I have to go into the computer to find the anthropomorphic personification of the book who's like sitting on a chair wearing a bathrobe. Not not bothering anybody, and I just have to say, like, are you, hey, are you the Great Gatsby? Are you the Great Gatsby? And he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know, beloved classic, remade uh, recently uh, with Jay Z soundtrack. Everybody loved it. Made by Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, like Academy Award winner Leonardo DiCaprio. I might add. And I just like before he even gets Leonardo DiCaprio out of his mouth, it's just like Pah! it's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I just roundhoused him. Mm-hmm. I just double roundhoused him. I roundhoused him with both my legs at one time. I just Wah! so it's like both my feet hit him. <laughs> Excuse us. All right, any Excuse others us. that uh, it's another drink for us to share. Any others that ring a bell for you? Hey, um, I feel like you just made a. You were just trying to push up another one, Jackson. I don't think that's fair since you're the honorary Warwick Davis the Warlock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how t- order of events works. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think I want to cut match because mm-hmm. there's that's literally nothing. There's it's nothing. just boring. <laughs> that's just nothing. There's it's nothing either there. Firestarter or like there's three boring definitions of match. Please read them off of the dictionary website. Here, let me for pull us. it up for you really quick. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, and, I'll, and then I'll read 30 synonyms. <laughs> Game. We're in new territory here. That's Chris. it. Connection. <laughs> See, it's not fun. <laughs> match sucks. Get rid of match. Match is gone. Match is gone. I'm racing it. <laughs> and I think the. 
I think Look, the arguments for spoon turnip and hit the books are all good enough. Here's that the thing about nothing. Here's the thing about turnip though. I only have that one story, and it has nothing to do with turnip. And turnips are actually kind of bad. I, turnips are okay. Like objectively, they're not great though. Oh, Chris has made a good point by searching for something that turnip can also be turn up. That's the only pause oh. I can think of it, but. Let me name some famous bells for gonna you. Play, I was going to play a rap a rap song where he says, I do it for the turnip. <laughs> and every time I'm like, I do it for the turnips. <laughs> and that's kind of just like my joke that I make to the people around me. And I'm like, right, guys? I'm vibing on that. <laughs> yeah, but how many famous turnips do you know? Uh, the one in Super Mario Yeah, Bros. that was kind of the biggest one. Okay, kind of okay. Big, it is a big one. <laughs> Have you ever rung a bell? Have you ever been in an Arby's and it says ring a bell if you had great customer service? How many times have you not rang that bell? Even if That's you have true. bad customer service, you're ringing that bell. That is a very big component of going to an Arby's is getting to ring that bell and having those employees hate you. <laughs> because 50 like dumb kids come in there a day, if not more, and they go in there and they ring that bell and the employees go... Oh, thanks. Oh, great. Thanks for ringing that. Oh, you did it again. Oh, we're, you're you're just standing there ringing the bell, and we're locked in a, in a staring contest. You're just continuously ringing the bell. You've been ringing that bell for three hours. This bell is my hell. I have, I have entered into a little part of hell, and it now live here, and this is my habitat. So I think what we're saying is that Bell is not one of the best three things on the list. Well, here's the thing. The only the only thing that I am concerned about with putting that ring to Bell, we're losing that valuable Arby's employee demographic. That's and, a good point. Yeah, because they're listening to this right now, and they're like so with it. They're no, like, they want yes. Bells to go. They're like, yes, I understand. Yes. we're What we're doing is we're losing the anti-Arby's faction. Um... And we don't want to lose them. They're a powerful ally. They, they're the ones who listen to podcasts. <laughs> we need to know our audience. The people listening to podcasts, if the Venn diagram in one circle is podcasters, podcast listeners, and the other circle is... Anti-Arby's? It's very small. It's, There's a very small overlap, actually. Oh, I was thinking the other. I was thinking it's like two over, completely overlapping circles. I'm very pro-Arby's. Podcast people and anti-Arby's people. I'm very pro-Arby's. The room is split. Jackson, you have to be the tiebreaker. Oh, no. What is your feeling on Arby's? I love Arby's, but I love Arby's because I get the ring of darn bell. Arby's is on this list. Okay. But Arby's isn't on the list (laughs) to start with. It was never on the list. Here's going to be... Are we ever going to get through this? This is going to be a two-hour podcast. Here's my vote for the top three. Spoon. That rings a bell. And turnip. You didn't like roundhousing those books, though. I liked it. I like Arby's more. Okay. What uh, you can contradict me. I'm just thinking about like there's so much more variety. Ringing a bell, it's the one thing. Arby's, great. Hitting the books. I'm talking about like right trigger, round roundhouse kick. I'm talking about Y button, like a heavy punch. I'm talking uh-huh. about A button, like a light kick. I'm talking about like a certain combination of those. Like also, I throw a shuriken at it. Three, three of those four that you named were not hitting. Yeah. I don't like ring this stuff. Okay, fine. Throw out, hit the books. But I'm voting hard for Spoon to be number one because it's near and dear to my heart. Spoon, <laughs> I think Spoon wins. I want right, to literally, I want to use, I want to use Spoon. I want to listen to Spoon and I want to be Spoon. So I am so into Spoon. Like I'm not into it, but Chris, you're so into it that I want to make you happy. And allow Spoon to be in it. This is like this is full circle, like fulfilling a childhood dream for me. Right so what now. are we? Spoon is important. Again. What are we cutting? Because I don't like turnip. How about spoon? How about spoon bell and books? Spoon bell book. Spoon bell book. Do we have spoon bell book? Spoon, spoon bell, bell book. book. <laughs> now we got to rank them. Well, it's spoon. Spoon. Spoon bell book. Okay. One because it's the easiest thing to do. And two, because it is the best order. (laughs) Three, please God, let's move on to the next category. We have spent far too much time on this one five rent. Did we think we were going to get enough mileage out of this? No. Did we? No. Maybe not. Also no. 
We're having right. fun, though. We're all having fun here. So, I am also going to use the same website that um, Jackson used. It's thegamegal.com. This episode sponsored by thegamegal.com. 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 Build it, beautiful. Um, and I am using any word ever, apparently. So, the entire breadth of the English and all other languages... <laughs> Apparently are in this. <laughs> We're mixing in like a whole global spectrum of linguistics. Here. Yeah. Some um, forgotten Mayan languages. Our first word is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> JTT. How, how it could not have been better than Jonathan Taylor Thomas. As well, the first well don't, word. Get, don't get your bias up in there. Come on. No, I'm saying as the first word to Mr. Rogers. A lot of, a lot of people. Three, Nathaniel Hawthorne. <laughs> wow. We're just killing it on people. Keep in mind, and, and, this is any word ever. And we're getting a bunch of names. <laughs> a wreath. What was that? A wreath. A wreath. A wreath of Franklin? A wreath. Like or a wreath. Like a wreath that you put on your door. Gotcha. Five, hand. Gotta have that hand. Okay. We got a lot. We have a lot to break down here. We've got some stuff to unpack. We're about to. We're about to get into this. Can I tell you? This is my hell because I don't know any celebrity names. Mister Rogers okay. is pretty much all I got. <laughs> I okay. want to just make known real quick before we get through this. Jackson did write Jonathan Taylor Johnson <laughs> because he doesn't know who JTT is. Jonathan Taylor Thomas Jackson. <laughs> Do you know how at the beginning of our podcast we do the Tim Allen, like the home improvement theme song thing? Uh, I don't think Tim Allen actually does it. It's probably just a professional No, Tim Allen does it. He does it? Yeah, he does do it. Okay. You know how we do that, Jackson? You know how that's like a big thing for us for some reason? Is that we think that home improvement is funny and Tim Allen is funny and his real name is Tim Dick? Uh Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas played uh, Tim Allen's son. Randy Taylor on the show Home Improvement. And he was the voice of Simba in Disney's 1994 film The Lion King. And he is a very handsome boy. He's a very handsome boy. He's 35 years old now, but the picture we have is when he was at his like sexiest boy band phase. Handsomest boyest phase. He's very handsome. Oh, and he was born in the little town of Bethlehem. (laughs) That's right. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. (laughs) He was born in a manger. Okay, and so Nathaniel Hawthorne. Is that another celebrity you don't know about? <laughs> he's very hot right now. He's no, top no, of the no. charts. Let me, uh... Nathaniel Hawthorne. No, he's he's a big deal. He's No, let me tell him about him. I know I know who he is. Um, <laughs> okay. Nathaniel Hold on. No, please pull. don't look up anything about Nathaniel. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, please, Jackson, tell us about Nathaniel Hawthorne based on your extensive knowledge of Nathaniel Hawthorne that you're carrying into this conversation. Nathaniel Hawthorne And then we're going to rank that person. We're not going to rank the actual (laughs) Nathaniel Hawthorne. We're going to rank the dude that you think Nathaniel Hawthorne is. Oh my goodness. I hope Sierra doesn't listen because I have a feeling he's very famous. And I should know. Let's hear it. Come on. Nathaniel Hawthorne was, I believe, the ninth doctor in the BBC's Doctor Who. (laughs) Uh-huh. He's the one what with was the scar. For on, on that, um, what, what kind of what episodes was he into? What what bad guys did he fight as the Doctor? Um, I think he, you know those farting aliens that were real good in season two. That was him, right? Nathaniel Hawthorne. Um, yeah, he, when he took down the farting aliens. Yeah, as Scarf Doctor, um, he was married to um, Scarf Doctor. He was married to um, Elizabeth Taylor Hawthorne. I'm going to go ahead and uh... Elizabeth Jonathan Taylor Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wrote many uh-huh. famous works, such as um, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a well, he's a. A real, uh, what's the word you call him? A renaissance man. Yeah. Actor, writer. I think Nathaniel Hawthorne maybe could have made an impact on this list. 
<laughs> and now he has made the biggest impact. And now he has left a gigantic crater in the middle of this list. Oh, okay. I'm going to Google Nathaniel Hawthorne and see how dumb I am. Oh, he no, he's black and white. Oh, no. It's black and white. He's a famous, famous American. Oh, no. My wife's an English major. <laughs> oh, no. She read several Hawthorne books. Yeah. Jackson, do you want to take this moment to like give a formal apology to your wife? Into the English language. Oh, no. I was in modern celebrity mode. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so dumb. Can we edit out all the Nathaniel Hawthorne stuff? No. Maybe? No, we cannot. <laughs> no, we can't. <sighs> How was your podcast yeah. yesterday, Jackson? Mm, I quit. It podcast. didn't get recorded. Don't look it up. <laughs> um, okay, so we also have Aretha. Aretha Franklin. Um, I love nope. her. No, no uh, Jackson, it is a one wreath. A wreath that goes on a door. Oh. But I do like the idea of sort of a cartoon re- like wreath and, the, and like a Christmas holiday special. And it is, her name is Aretha Franklin and she's got like a booming voice. And she's made of Franklin's. A wreath of Franklin. <laughs> I was like, what is a Franklin? Oh, now I understand. Just some Frank, some Franklins. Just a few Franklins. It's a wreath of Franklin's. And that's kind of like a cracklin. Like it's a little crack. It's a little Frank. <laughs> but this is just a wreath. No, this is, I mean... <laughs> Franklin the turtle? <laughs> it's a wreath of Franklin the turtle. So... I'm gonna go ahead and just edit this one so that it says a wreath of Franklin the turtle. Oh, I like that. So if we get a word that we don't really like, we can just change it to something completely different. That's that good. Like like, like Jonathan Taylor Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so look. The first man that probably calls the Atlantic, yeah. Franklin the Turtle was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. If I had a wreath just of his face on my door, I would be the happiest boy ever. I would come home from school every day and be sad. I'd be like, I had a long day at work today. Oh, man, I was in the hospital for at least at least 14 hours. And, and eight of those, I was a patient. And, I'm tr- <laughs> and most of those, I was a patient and getting IVs. <laughs> and I was, I'm trudging home in the snow. And then, oh, what's that on my door? It's Franklin the Turtle, and he's got his blankie, and he's got his nightlight, and he's just a happy boy because his mama loves him, and his daddy loves him, and they take good care of him. And it's Aww, a rethaw. It's so adorable. The only thing I really remember from that show is Franklin wore a hat, yeah? So some semblance of, like, we a need cool clothes. A cool hat. It was a cool hat. No, mm-hmm. I'm and not a, ragging a on his hat. I'm pretty sure his bear friend was just straight nude, though, right? <laughs> And he was very sad. No, his bare friend wore an open vest and that's it. Just like me. Which is worse. Just like me. <laughs> like, no, that either nothing or everything. <laughs> like, they're, they're acknowledging the fact that clothes exist in this universe and cover some parts of them. Yeah. But their bear is wearing an open vest. Now, I'm sure there are lots of animal, cartoon animals that are like that, right? Like animals that just wear shirts. Winnie the Pooh. Yep. But everyone else in there is naked. Oh, gosh. This is... Here, let me just Google cartoon animals, but naked. Oh, no! <laughs> don't, no, no. Go back. Go no, back, go no, back, no. Back. Well, my go computer... Back, back, uh, sorry. Uh, my computer's gone now because it's in hell. It has descended. So, I think Aretha Franklin the Turtle is a pretty strong candidate for mm-hmm. this one. Uh, Squidward with, doesn't wear pants. We're still on that, Chris huh, Chris? Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. Chris is going Puss to in, wake up. Puss in boots? <laughs> Guys, Puss in boots? He wears a belt, and he wears boots. And a hat. And he has a hat on, and that's it. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got... I mean, we can just kind of 
leave it there, or we can just throw Mr. Rogers into our top three. Well, let's say hand. The fifth word hand is just playing second fiddle to foot. I mean... It is. Let's be real. Yeah, it's like a hand is like a foot that that can't support as much weight. Yeah. But it can do a whole lot more. It is like way more self-sufficient, but it's also like... Please help me. I Joe, can't walk. Joe, I don't know how you can say that. We're sitting in the same room and you are watching me eat a bowl of cereal with my foot right now. That's true. Like, That's I true. am so much more adept with my foot. It's all surgeons do their surgeries with their feet, right? Well, here's it's the are best for sutures. I've got to tell you, Chris is eating this bowl of cereal with his foot. He's not using a spoon. It's like just his foot. He's just kind of. <laughs> I'm, like cupping, making, I'm cupping my, the arches of my feet yeah, together. Yeah, just kind of making a cavity within his foot. Um, so hand is out. Yeah, hands suck. You heard it here first. We didn't talk about Nathaniel Hawthorne like at all, and we want uh, Jackson to forget about it because of his, his great and terrible embarrassment. <laughs> so I think it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas is number one. Yes. Because he's the handsomest boy on this list. And he's the only one who was Simba. A wreath of Franklin the Turtle is two. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Rogers is three, and we don't need to say anything about it. And that's, and that's all because... If he's obviously on the list. <laughs> I mean, if Bill Nye, the science guy, was on the list, he would be number three also. They would be tied for number three. It's just where they go. <laughs> I'm really glad, though, and this isn't really much of a joke, but I am glad that Mr. Rogers still lives on on that Daniel Tiger show. That, is he? <gasps> I know Joe, you're about, you're about to enjoy watching Tiger. a lot of Daniel Tiger. Oh, I didn't it's, know that Mr. Rogers was on there. He's not on it. Like the whole thing is supposed to be all of the characters on the original Mr. Rogers show like grew up, uh, and so okay. like all the people like King Thursday or whatever. Like those are all characters from Mr. Rogers that grew up and had their own kids in their own imaginary town. I like huh. that. I'm into that. Yeah. I I know that it has a lot of like good lessons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Top through song. Yeah. Grown ups, come back. That's my favorite. It reminds me that grown-ups come back. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when grown-ups leave, Chris gets like very worried. I get, that very, not I get back. very sad and very worried. <laughs> if either children or animals leave, he's like, ah, oh, it's no big thing. They're coming back. But if grown-ups leave like for a second, he just has to sit there and say that to himself. <laughs> So yeah, I'm very thankful for Daniel Tiger, but and he for is grown-ups going and back. for grownups and the fact that they always come back, but Usually come back except for that one time. But I guess technically Daniel Tiger isn't Mister Rogers himself, so he, he can't <coughs> be considered for the list. But Nathaniel so, Hawthorne isn't Nathaniel Hawthorne at all. So cut, he's the scarf doctor. <laughs> he's the scarf scarf doctor who destroyed the fart aliens. <laughs> I know English literature. <laughs> I went to college. That sentence sounds like it came from a random word generator. <laughs> what if I'm on some next level stuff and that is a short story by Nathaniel Hawthorne where he is a, he's the ninth doctor in the stories of fart aliens in the 1800s. No, Jackson's just filling out a very bad Mad Lib. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I like the, I like that list. I like it as it is. Um, does that mean, are we on to mine? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. On to our third list. Uh, and the final, final list, I think. Ooh, maybe we can rank who had the better, who had the better list at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can rank how we feel about that result. Um, but for the last one, we're going to do, um, charade actions. So these are going to be less nouns, more like activities that you might imagine yourself. Okay. Pantomiming. But also think about it in the real world application as well. So ready? Here we go. <clears throat> our uh, our actions to rank are playing chess, feeding the ducks, ordering food at a restaurant, filling a car with gas, and sewing on a button. <laughs> The five things I do every day. Y'all remember that show, Jersey Shore? <laughs> you remember the acronym they had? You know how they're like, I gotta get out there and I gotta uh, PFCFS? 
<laughs> and people were like, what's that about? And they're like, I gotta play chess, feed the ducks, <laughs> order food at a restaurant, fill a car up with gas, and so on a butt. And they were like, chill, Jersey life. <laughs> Hashtag Jersey life. <laughs> of these things, I like doing one. So let's, Chris, me and you have to guess which one he likes doing. What's the one that Joe likes doing? Um, no, no, me first because I only know of him as a concept and not really ever seen him in real life. As, wait, Jackson, you know what I kind of realized? As far as you know, Joe is just a voice that I do. <laughs> Joe's just a character I've been working on for a long time. The next episode, I'm going to be on Daniel the Tiger. <laughs> so, based on your understanding of Joe, who may or may not just be a, some excellent improv work on my part, what do you think he likes to do? I could see Joe just every day feeding some ducks. He's never ordered food at a restaurant. I know he's never ordered food at a restaurant. I think he feeds some ducks. We all know Joe's never been to a restaurant. <laughs> We're not easily fooled. I eat out of the slop bucket. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining Chris. Chris doing all of this. <laughs> What's your one guess? Jackson, are you actually imagining that I am just switching very quickly? <laughs> like I'm putting on a monocle and taking off a monocle and just sort of going back and forth in character? Yes. I decided that Joe sounds like a man who would be wearing a monocle. I'm pretty happy with that. I would say that too. Because it's me saying that I'm happy about that. Uh, <laughs> what's the thing that I think you like? We've never played chess before. Because I always, I always know what your move is going to be. <laughs> Somehow I always have a hunch what you're going to do next. Um, do you really like filling your car up with gas? Because then you get to go inside and look at all the Gatorades inside the gas station and just think about what flavor you're going to get, but then you always go with lemon-lime because you like to play it safe. Jackson, in your knowledge of the concept of me... You have picked correctly. (laughs) Are you serious? The one thing on this list that I enjoy doing is feeding the ducks. (laughs) Playing chess is kind of fun if you play someone who is not good because I'm very bad at it. And then it's like the only way it's even. Ordering food at a restaurant is the worst. Because then like you see something you like and you're like, ooh, I want to get that. And then you see something else you like and you're like, ooh, I want to get that too. And then you're like, I can never come back here. This is my only time to eat here, so I have to decide. And <laughs> I, can, I can never come back here. I'm a marked man. I'm filled with a, a terrible anxiety about what to eat. And that's no fun for anyone. That's why whenever I go to a restaurant, and this isn't a bit, I, I pick something I want, and then I tell my wife, take this menu away from me and don't let me look at it again. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you're running into the problem that some people have with, like, marriage. They're like, it's hard to choose one because it means I'm saying no to all the others. <laughs> yeah, but with delicious food, which is way better than marriage. Way better than a wife. <laughs> Shh, don't listen, Connie. <laughs> Connie's been sitting here at the microphone this whole time. Joe's wife has been waiting to jump in, but she hasn't been sure if it's the right time yet. She's holding back to make sure that she has something very good to say. She's nodding. It's coming soon. Uh, <laughs> Later, she says, <laughs> with her eyes. <laughs> um, okay, do y'all ever do this at restaurants? Like, do you ever feel, like, weird um, when you order, pointing at the menu while you're saying what you're ordering? To, I have to do it. Do you ever feel weird about that? Yes. Do you ever, like, challenge yourself to not do it and, make sh- and see if you can actually still order without that handicap? Yes, and I don't do it. I always point at the menu. There are times that I will put the menu across the table from me and say, I'm going to make this order from memory. It's three words. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> shrimp tacos. All I have to say is shrimp tacos. That's two words. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting in my head at this point. I'm so nervous. I feel like it's kind of demeaning to the waiter or waitress, the wait person. Um, 
<laughs> like, you don't understand the luxury we get to enjoy here at this restaurant. We know you can't afford it. And read also. <laughs> here, I'll sound it out for you. And I pull the menu up because I left it across the table. But inevitably, I grab it again right before I order. And I put my finger on it. And I say, sugar cream. <laughs> That's why I actually carry a rapier with me to restaurants. I just throw the menu up in the air. I said, hey, uh, just in case you didn't know, I'll take the, throw it up, and I'm like, whoosh, whoosh, and there's an X, and I'm like, the chicken tendies. <laughs> Except your X just slashes the menu into four pieces. Somebody's finger gets you just, cut off. And then you just look at the pile of menu in front of you and say, the chicken tendies. <laughs> And they're all very intimidated by it. <laughs> oh. I thought you were going to say you throw the menu up in the air and then you throw you just throw your rapier at it and it pins the menu to the <laughs> ceiling. And you say, go find it. <laughs> go find my order. You tell me what I want. <laughs> I'm not allowed in Arby's anymore. <laughs> you throw the rapier at the bell. You throw your roast beef at the cashier. <laughs> You eat it. <laughs> um. I'm imagining no delay between the tray being set on the counter and the rose being beat <laughs> in the catcher's face. It's like Is it counter face. Important question. Important question. <clears throat> this segment's called Important Questions with Joe. Joe, tell us. Is it a beef and cheese? <laughs> Sorry, no. hold on. Let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. Is it a beef and cheddar? No, this is something I was thinking about. Because in my mind, and I don't know why, in my in my imaginary playing out of throwing the beef and cheddar at the cashier, so they hand so they put the tray down. I immediately have thrown the beef and cheddar at their face, and in my mind, I I started looking around behind me at the rest of the restaurant. And just starting a chant. Beef and cheddar. Beef and cheddar. Beef and cheddar. Like, just getting everybody rowdy to start a beef riot. You know, every good thing starts with a beef riot. (sighs) So ordering food at a restaurant, not great, I guess? Like, where do we land on that? Because it's a bad thing. Ordering food at a restaurant, it's nobody's favorite. We're all looking forward to having robot waiters who like come and it's just an iPad. And, and then they just read our mind. So you don't even have to speak to... Just, you don't even have to have social anxiety with a robot. We open our mouth and they put the the tongue swab down on our face, on our mouth, and they just figure out what our taste buds want from a sample, from a saliva sample. Mm, you want nutrient goop. No, I'd rather not <laughs> you get nutrient goop. Oh, okay, okay, I guess I- <laughs> Have more nutrients, the, dude. But I came here for Pascetti. What's the only thing at this restaurant? Nutrient goop. Why do I keep coming back? That robot's cool. Joe's feeling great because that's what he's been eating out of his slop bucket for the last 10 years. Don't dog the slop. Ordering food at a restaurant is going. All right, so let's talk about playing chess. Um, okay, so I play... Did you just take it off the list that fast? What, what happened to playing put chess? It, will you put it back on, please? Oh, For one like gosh darn second, looks like playing chess is bad and is off the list. <laughs> and you left or you put only you put ordering food from a restaurant three times. That's our that can't be our top three. No, it's not on the list because it's terrible. <laughs> no, okay, so I have a chess app on my phone and I do a little. It's like a little warm up exercise you can do every day where it like gives you different situations and it keeps your score like. Uh, comprehensively so you get points when you get them when you like guess what the right move is and it takes away points when you get it wrong and uh that's like part of my daily bathroom routine and it's important to me and so i want it to be on the list my only it's important to me okay and and you know for me playing chess like most millennials i can only relate things back to harry potter and they play chess in harry potter so like good in my books so millennial yeah Millennials with their participation <laughs> trophies. They're like, what is this? Your safe space? <laughs> Snowflake. <laughs> digital native. I feel like I'm about to turn into drunk uncle. Like, yeah. Is this Wi-Fi organic? 
Twitter me. Twitter me. Twitter me. Uh, well. I hate filling my car with gas. I'm going back to that <laughs> yeah, one. I'm going up with that. I've tried to say it like four times how much I hate that. Oh, I've heard it's, you. It feels like just you're wasting time in your life. Well, you're There's nothing, nothing productive you can do while you fill your car with gas. Well, it's making you a liar because you texted somebody and said when you were going to be there, but then you stopped for gas, and now your Google Maps ETA is five minutes offset, and it throws off your whole day. I'm sorry, Joe. That happened to me today when I came to your house. <laughs> but Yeah, you're, you're right because you can't do anything productive. You can't even like look at your phone because in your childhood, everyone told you if you looked at your phone while you were filling up gas, the entire world would explode. Wait. Do you guys stand at your car while you fill up gas? I sit in the front seat. Do you? I pee. I pee and I buy a and I, I buy a sweet tea. I don't leave my car when there is a gas pump in my car. I have never stayed. I don't leave my. I have like, never once stayed by my car. Let me tell you something. It sounds so boring. You know what happens when you leave your car? The, the criminal crime. The, the, the bandits come. <laughs> The, the desert the desert bandits come out the bandits with, with scarves over their face. <laughs> a man comes and drinks the gasoline into his mouth and then spits it out into his car. Because I think that's how siphoning works. Hold on, PSA. Don't leave your car. Ever. <laughs> Jackson knows what's going on. Jackson hasn't left his car. Way ahead of you guys. <laughs> Recording from that Elantra Studios. Look, I feel like there's two... two Things on this list, and the other two I don't care about. I feel like there's two things on this list, and there are two others, and that's four things that are on this list. I feel like feeding the ducks is just a pleasant experience all around. You go out there, you take a little breadcrumbs, you throw it, the ducks eat it, you're done. Your day is better now. Playing chess is bad, but I get how people like it. And so that's fine. Here's what I'm going to say about feeding the ducks. And here's all I'm going to say about it. Let Chris tell you bad. about something. It's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Because here's what happens. You're going to cultivate a dependency. I'm sorry. I, I, drank, I drank a sip of my big gulp. Now Chris is getting very emotional. <laughs> here's, what's, here's what happens when you feed the ducks. Is they cultivate a dependence on humans to provide their food. And then the very first day that you don't show up to feed them, they're going to come looking for you. And they're going to come to your house and they're going to, they're expert locksmiths and they're going to break through. They're going to use their beaks and a clothespin and they're going to get in your door and they're going to come into your house and they're going to eat all your bread and that won't be enough. And they're going to keep going and they're going to eat everything they can find. They're going to eat your Nutri-Grain bars. They're going to eat your Cliff bars. They're going to eat your Chewy bars. And then when they're done with the bars, guess what? It's onto the rice and the beans and the canned goods. Look, then they're coming into your bed, and they're eating the corners of your blankets. And then they're going to eat your socks off while you're sleeping. And then they're going to come for your facial hair. And they're going to take that off right off. They're going to get your beard. They're going to get your mustache. And then, oh, now they're inside your mouth. And they're getting everything inside your mouth. And then they're getting inside of everything inside of you. And... <laughs> And look, you know what happens? Chris, that was probably like top 10 craziest things I've ever heard. <laughs> and then you wake up the next day and you're like, "What? all these sugary treats are gone. Time to eat healthier. Thanks, ducks. Mm, and good. Say, you know what? My feet were too warm before, but now that my socks are gone, and they're just right. And then they say, <laughs> Aflac. From inside of your stomach, because that's where they live yes, now. Yes, because it's warm there, and they and they just people. they look up and they open their beak and they just catch all the food as it falls. It's and a jo- it's a real Jonah in the whale situation. So, did we land on feeding the ducks? Is good. Yeah, it's number <laughs> one. It's number one. <laughs> We're taking so, off filling a car with gas, right? Yeah, I don't think we said a single positive thing about putting gas in your car. So, cut that. And I kind of like the whole. There was one thing in everyone that we like said nothing about, basically. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, <laughs> sewing um, on a button, hand. <coughs> no, we haven't. We haven't ranked the first three, <coughs> or the the three we're on right now. Do we rank them? We're, three at a time. No, we're three, we're just ranking three. Feeding the ducks, playing chess, and the last one. Okay, so the three, so the three things we got are playing chess, feeding the ducks, and. Sewing on a button. Oh, I'll talk about that later. 
<laughs> okay, so sewing on a button goes at number three. We said zero things about it. <laughs> um, playing chess is probably number two because Joe didn't care much for it, but it's very important to me. And number one is going to be feeding the ducks because they eat all your sugary treats. Is that good? Yes. Okay, done. We ranked you it. You lose weight now because your ducks are friends. And you walked to the park. Way to go. Okay, so um, great. On our first list, uh, we had Spoon. On our second list, we had Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is that was that number one? And then the, the third one, uh, Feeding the Ducks. Do we want to just give a decided winner between the three? Yeah, Spoon. Gosh, Chris, you <laughs> love Spoon, and I'm just not sold. Big- it's a big part of who I am, Jackson, and I feel like you, you don't are, understand me. Three person podcast. You had a. There's a local band from Austin, Spoon. There's Spoon, I which you eat school. things with, but you don't even eat with it because you eat with your feet. And what was the other one? He's, he's, he's Simba in the Lion King. He's, <laughs> he's screaming. What's your vote? My vote's feeding the ducks because of this. Because Chris was right, you do form a dependence. They are they form a dependence on your food giving, and then they don't have to hunt for food anymore. So they just got time to procreate. More ducks in the world. Ducks are great waddling around. I don't see a con. <laughs> okay, that was a very linear and good argument. <laughs> My argument... I spent three years studying rhetoric at Oxford, and you just blew my freaking mind. My argument, which puts us in a bit of a pickle... Oh, no. ...is for Jonathan Taylor Oh, no. Because he is the handsomest boy on this list. And what I think that means is, I'm probably going to cut this whole segment. (laughs) Because something's got to go. (laughs) <laughs> and our number one is Spoon <laughs> Okay <clears throat> I can't believe Spoon's going to win I mean I, If it were me picking Which part of it it is It would be Jonathan Taylor Thomas I'm actually really okay with that though I'm gonna look I'm gonna pull him up again I closed right. the tab Let's see if I type JTT Does he come up Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Does he really? Does. <laughs> yes, because he's the coolest. How many All people right. refer to him as JTT? He's a good-looking man. I'm just going to go to Google. I think I did it earlier this episode. I think I called him JTT earlier this episode. Our number one for this week on the random word generator is... Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> I looked at Joe and I said it at the same time as him because we can do that. Jackson, this I'll edit like, you in later. This is the only week that we get to do that, and I'm sad. Okay, so we're about done here for tonight, but before we get out of here, we're going to do our top thing of the week, Uh, just something that we have really enjoyed this past week. And I'll go first. For Valentine's Day, uh, my Valentine got me this really cool uh, iPhone case from a company called Carved. Uh, It has a solid wooden backing to it which not only looks nice but has a good heft to it and adds like a a little bit of weight to the phone case Mm, that's not i really like feeling like i have like exercise equipment in my pockets (laughs) yeah this phone case fits into a dumbbell (laughs) (laughs) um no but then on the sides it has a really good textured grip which is um not only feels great to hold um but it's actually very helpful for me because I drop my phone constantly. Um, and so this has been very helpful. I haven't dropped my phone once since I got it. Um, plus, I just I realized we spend a lot of time every day holding our phone. At least I do. And like having a really nice product in your hand like and feeling like the good design of that like is, is really cool. Like I... I don't want to take that for granted anymore. I'm here. This is looking longingly at his phone. <laughs> I'm going to hand it to Joe because he can share this experience with me. Oh, give me your review. Oh, oh. So what do you what did you think about it, Joe? It's a good phone. <laughs> what do you think about the thing that Chris was talking about, Joe? What do you think about the case? 
It's a good phone. <laughs> now, my top thing of the week is um, Pin and Teller Fool Us, which every once in a while when I'm just kind of bored or feeling, you know, like things are sad or whatever, I just go and watch Pin and Teller Fool Us, and you get to watch these really cool magicians that are relatively unknown do um, magic tricks for Pin and Teller, and they try to figure out how they did it. And if they can't figure out how they did it, they give them a show in uh, Las Vegas, like at their show. They give us give them a presentation, or like they let them do their trick. They just give them a PowerPoint presentation at their show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how to do my trick? Wait, Joe, have you been watching it this past week? I watched it every once in a while. Like I've, I've watched it for a while, but it's great because I, I've loved it for a long time. But this past week specifically, I've been watching Pin and Teller fool us videos every night before I go to bed. That's weird. It's weird that I do it, and it's weird that you also exactly. brought it up on the same <laughs> week. <laughs> every part of it is weird, but it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. the The coolest part of the show for me is like at the end, if Penn and Teller are like, "Well, you fooled us. You get a show in Hollywood, you, or you get a show in Vegas. You're going to get paid." Uh, somebody immediately comes on stage and grabs their wand and hat from them. <laughs> you're no longer an amateur. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll go to my top thing of the week. <laughs> Since I ruined y'all's. Um, uh, my deep and great shame from, uh, from Mr. Hawthorne, uh, will continue because I have also felt a deep and great shame this week and I've been on this, like, real deep, dark anime hole this week. Like, I've been watching yeah, a lot of anime. A, a wide and bright anime hole. <laughs> Not deep and dark, it's a great thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I used to watch a lot of anime with subtitles as a kid whenever I was real nerdy and socially incompetent. And now, and now you watch it without subtitles. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. In the native Japanese. In the Japanese style. In the Japanese style you watch anime. <laughs> no, seriously, I've been watching... Uh, it's on Netflix. It says it's a Netflix original. Um, Asian, Asian, uh, demi-human. And it's really good. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's only two seasons long. Um, wraps up kind of nicely. Uh, kind of about a terror cell of immortal humans. It's really good. Recommend it. Right on. I'm into that. I just started watching Attack on Titan. Oh, that was, that came up right next to Asian, Asian, whatever it is. Yeah, the thing that Attack on Titan gets you is naked man. <laughs> just very tall. Lots of them. Very tall and lots of them. <laughs> But animated. <laughs> but animated. Um, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please subscribe and rate us and tell your friends. Word of mouth is the way to be. Um, anything else? Yeah. Why don't, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, be sure to check out our Twitter account, RankedCast, at RankedCast. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us in a um, longer format, check out uh, rankedpod at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to get in touch or with us. Or halo the computer game at gmail.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be easier for you to remember. It, it surely is for me. Uh, well, uh, until next time, this has been Ranked. My name is Chris Gluckman. I'm Jackson Corneliuson. And I'm Joe Bradshaw. And remember, the Scarf Doctor beat the Fart Aliens.